Welcome to another episode of Pat and the Fat Man, where we like to talk about movies, sports, whatever else we feel like. I'm Pat. And I'm the Fat Man, otherwise known as Bruce. And we're going to try and struggle through another 15 minutes of the Sandlot today. I'm sure mm-hmm. stopping to talk about all kinds of random stuff. <laughs> There's a lot that happens on this. Like, all the memorable stuff really happens on this end. All the lines. <laughs> all of the, yeah. Yep, yep. So it should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. So last we left off, Dennis Leary was doing his best to portray a bad or at least not great stepfather. Don't know what that said for our generation. (laughs) You make it sound like he isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't I don't know anything about Dennis Leary's personal life. After failing to learn how to catch from his dad, (laughs) it's sitting on his front stoop. this you know what little stoop he has the one step and you know in suburbia america with a black eye just sitting there open benny walks up it's like hey you want to come play a game and, you know he's like no nah, man uh no nah. it's like why not don't you like baseball <laughs> and at this point like the funny part is like looking back on it now you're just looking that's it's you're sure it's not accusatorial but it could be depending on the answer. Right. Because <laughs> if he doesn't like baseball, that means he's a commie. <laughs> yeah. You go straight to hell. <laughs> Do not pass go. <laughs> Here comes the FBI <laughs> with the popo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to deport you. I don't know where because you're from here, but we're deporting you. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I like baseball, but my gub's broke. So, you know, I can't go. And, you know, it, it's kind of the I can't go. Like, you know, I'm just going to come up with any excuse not to go. Yep. Because I'm off and I don't have any friends. <laughs> so, of course, Benny's like, oh, no, don't worry. I got like five gloves in my, you know, jean pocket here and throws them one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just have this hammer space of gloves and hats. <laughs> just... <laughs> Here you go. I'm I am Mr. Baseball and here's all of the stuff that you need. You know, if I didn't find you, I was going to find a hobo under the bridge to come play. <laughs> yeah, cuz we need another person. It's kind of funny cuz it's sort of foreshadow in, you know, what we get when he's standing, you know, kind of randomly just goes in the backfield and misses the ball and and whatever and ends up running away. So all the other kids are laughing at him, but Benny's not, right? He's sort of just curious. He's kind of like Hey, we've got another kid. That means we could field a full team. <laughs> I have to make this happen. It means I could play every day. I'm the big kid and I can guilt these kids or bully them into keep playing every day. <laughs> yep. Uh, the important part of childhood bullying. <laughs> Scotty, you know, and this can't happen nowadays. It certainly didn't happen when I was a kid either. Runs back, opens the door, yells, Mom, I'm going out. <laughs> I'm going to go play baseball. And then just runs, doesn't wait for a response. Doesn't have mom go, Hey, be back at a certain time or yeah. where will you be? Or, <laughs> you know, I'm just going. <laughs> Something that really hasn't happened in probably a good 30 years or so, maybe 40. People are very protective of their children these days in comparison to the old times when they didn't feel like they needed to be protective of their children. Um, And unfortunately, we don't live in that world anymore, uh, which is ultra sad, you know, and it kind of goes along with what his mom told him, which was, you know, go get into trouble and have fun and and whatever. Uh, They start running down the street and then we kind of jump to the front of a pharmacy 
Now, for those that don't know, pharmacies back in the day were almost like supermarkets in and of themselves. You got everything there. Your drugs, your food, your non-food items, you know. It was kind of like the supermarket, but not. <laughs> so you, you think about like, um, you know, what Walmart is today, you know, it kind of started out as Walgreens, right? It was Walt. I can't remember the, his last name, but he he sort of morphed that concept of the everything store, which was the pharmacy or the drug store or whatever you want to call it, and exploded that into what became Walmart and kind of the you had kind of the the you know the grocery store supermarket, which was actually Piggly Wiggly which was the first one to set up a a store like what we see if you walk into a grocery store, but Walmart was kind of the pioneer of the well, let's do this concept of drugstore and let's do it big, you know, let's make it huge and, you know, half a mile on in uh, diameter and <laughs> fill it with all <laughs> kinds of stuff and not have anybody to check you out because that's the Walmart way. Um, <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad in a store when the electronic checkout system is a massive, massive improvement over <laughs> what came before. <laughs> so we jump in front of the pharmacy and the rest of the, the Sandlot gang is sitting out there, sitting on just, you know, crates and things. You know, like kids like to hang out. Nowadays, people hang out in front of a store. They're they're hooligans. But these kids just hanging out, choking around, BSing, whatnot. And, of course, uh, what's his name? Ham. Mm. Hamilton Ham Porter is the character's name. Okay. Apparently, that, that guy didn't really grow as much <laughs> after this movie yeah no apparently like you still you still a fairly short guy okay ham is there trying to do an impression i'm assuming what he's got is a bubblegum cigar like a candy cigar that is kind of what it looks like and he's trying to do an impression and you know with the cigar in his mouth you know i'm the great bambino bambino yeah and uh, they're like what what <laughs> and he has to take the candy out of his mouth like, oh, i'm a great bambino and they're like oh and of course <laughs> scotty being the awkward nerd that he is goes who's that scotty doesn't know and scotty, scotty doesn't, doesn't know, know. <laughs> and for the rest of you at home if you don't know who the great bambino is it's george herman babe ruth babe ruth yep and then then, then they go through all of the nicknames of him, you know, uh, the Sultan of Swat, the uh, what is it, the Titan of Terror, <laughs> the Colossus of Clout. <laughs> I'm gonna go through all of the King of Crash. <laughs> every every possible combination of rhyming and alliteration that you could come up with to describe Babe Ruth. <laughs> this is what pours out of these kids' mouths. And so, you know. Scotty trying to be cool goes, oh, yeah, yeah, the great Bambi, you know, of course. I thought you said the great Bambi. <laughs> what? That stupid deer. That wimpy deer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That wimpy deer. This is a good portrayal of the coming into a new group and not really understanding, like, the thing that is important to that group very well. Mm -hmm. Because, again, not great parenting on his stepfather's part and, and and sort of trying to like is it, this is a solid dodge right because if he hadn't dodged like that like he could have lost pretty significant face 
with these new friends. Like he, you know, the friendship may have been over. Well, he didn't gain any. He just didn't lose any. Right. Exactly. Like this. <laughs> like I said, it's a dodge. Right. It's not a. It's, it's not kind of like it's coming back with a little right hook or anything. <laughs> yeah. He's he's gotten out of that way of that you know train wreck. <laughs> Basically, you get this. His sense that Benny understands what's going on here. Like he he kind of he sees what, what just happened. Because <laughs> he's he's like, okay, if this goes south, I, I still have to step in because we need the night. Like I need this player. Like no matter what, I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, thank goodness. I mean, he's going to stand in the outfield. No one's going to catch what I hit anyway. So I just need a, a body there. <laughs> yeah. Not that he doesn't care. He does. But at this point... He, you know, well, at any point, he'll take what he can get. Yeah. This is where the introductions ham, squints. Which, of course, squints is the one wearing the glasses. <laughs> Timmy and Tommy are the twins. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kenny. <laughs> it's a weird credit listing. It says Kenny de Nunez, and then parentheses as Brandon Adams, which is the actor's name, Brandon Quentin Adams. <laughs> hmm, okay. IMDb guys, that does not help. <laughs> I want you to understand, you're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the picture that they have for him is a picture of the Sandlot group, <laughs> not just him as the oh. actor. <laughs> <laughs> You're not telling me anything I don't know. <laughs> you zoom out on a face, throw a freaking pie. <laughs> a dot something. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, uh, come on. Come on. I love the fact that the, the yeah, several of the kids have nicknames, right? Tommy's known as repeat because he always repeats what his brother Timmy says. Yeah, they're not. Are they're not twins? Are they one's like slightly younger than the other? No, they're they're twins because they talk about how they both go into uh, business together. Oh, at the end. Spoiler alert. Why does it make them twins? They 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 are. All right. I don't think they are. I think they're brothers, like separated by like a year, and the younger brother is always repeating what the older one says. Let's just 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 move on. All right, let's just move on. No, no. <laughs> fine, this is the fine. this is the hill this podcast is gonna die on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a pretty good deal uh, until we uh, until we tried to review uh, Sandlot, and um, we're just not friends anymore. <laughs> what really? Why? I, what? What about that movie caused you to? to I mean. What scene could have possibly? <laughs> uh, it was the one where they said their names. Are you? Are you kidding? <laughs> no. Like, look, okay, tell me. Are, is the, are the characters Timmy and Tommy? Are they? Are they like brothers who are separated by a year or two, or are they twins? Man, I haven't seen the movie in like twenty years. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay, go watch the movie. This is important. Go watch the movie. <laughs> It's the principal. It's the principal. It's the principal. I have to know. I have to know that you know. I need vindication. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, after the introductions, uh, you know, Benny's like, all right, so, uh, yeah, this is Scotty. He's going to be our ninth guy. So, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go play baseball, because if we're not playing baseball, then I'm going to ask, yeah, why aren't we playing baseball? Well, we're wasting time. He says, we're wasting time, so let's go. 
<laughs> can we can we play baseball right now? <laughs> <laughs> they all start walking, and of course, Scotty's in the back, like ten feet behind the behind everybody else. <laughs> and everyone's hushing, talking to to Benny, like you know, why'd you bring him? You know, and he's such a square, and he's like, well, he makes nine, nine makes a whole team. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, with Elswanger, who we had a whole team. Elswanger could catch and throw, obviously. No, none of us know who Elswinger is because he's not in. Yeah, he's the person not seen. <laughs> I assume he's the kid that that moved away that dropped them down to eight players. Right. And so everyone's chiming in about how much uh, Scotty's kind of a an outcast, a loser. Why are we doing this? We can do it without him. You know, he, he's not good enough to play with us. Which I love that line because like they've they've literally been playing down a man so. <laughs> So not good enough to play with us. I mean, you're in very much a beggars can't be choosers situation here, guys. <laughs> Betty's just like, look, with him, we can all play. We can all play, fill in all the positions. It, it'll work. Plus, we don't have to rotate around, uh, you know, and I can finally get us some practice. And like, Benny, you're the best player out here. You don't need practice. <laughs> and uh, Squints is the one that comes up with the, the great line. The kid is an L7 weenie. <laughs> L7 weenie. It's <laughs> so just kind of like your sign of the times, you know, like even back then kids were coming up with interesting wear, you know, and then of course, freaking a yeah, yeah, is like screaming, yeah, he's a loser, he's a hot dog, Oscar Mayer, yeah. a Dodger dog. Yeah, and it's not like he can't hear him, you know, he's, he's in hearing vicinity of all of this. <laughs> not that he's like whispering it. <laughs> <laughs> so then Benny sticks up for him. He goes, what are you laughing at? Yeah, yeah, you run like a duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. well, yeah, but but what? Part of the game, right? <laughs> and like, and, and then, you know, Benny's like trying to be inclusive. Like, well, then how come he can't be, man? Yeah. It's like, you can't catch, man. Benny doesn't have a good answer. He's like, listen, just get used to it. All right. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to make all of these arguments about like why this new kid can't join them. Cause they don't, they have their club, they have their group. They all know they can do the thing that's important to them, which is play baseball. And this new guy, you know, his introduction was not very good. He got hit by an, an a, a ball that effectively fell on him and ran off. They don't really want him, And, but Benny is like, Shut up. <laughs> we need nine people. We have nine people now. <laughs> and you all just need to shut up. <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting because there's a real question mark as to like Benny's motives. Is Benny just like he's he's playing it to the guys like we need a ninth person. So no matter what, he's joining us. But there's a feeling that Benny kind of understands how out of sorts this kid is. Like there is you know, a need to help him. So Benny's working effectively both angles. He's like, I get, you know, my nine people and we can get some practice and we can really put up a team. And at the same time, I get to help this kid out, which is good too. So I often wonder watching it because you you see when, when the guys are really harping on Scotty, like how much Benny sticks up for him. And he always plays it off as the, well, I'm just doing it out of selfish reasons, um, because that's sort of like the macho thing to do, right? But mm -hmm. <laughs> the reality is, I think he's doing it kind of for both. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because I mean, he knows that none of these guys would be there if they weren't nice to each other at some point. You know, nobody starts off playing baseball great. 
You know, you may have an instinct for it, but it takes time. It takes practice. He knows that. On top of which, like you said, that's the unselfish reason. And then the selfish reason is, is he wants to play and he wants to play the best way that can be played, which is with a full team. As you get older now, now you see in athletes, you know, the love of the game at our age, you see what it must have been like for those guys that we see who may not be the all stars in baseball, but, you know, they're like 40 years old and still playing the game however they can because they just love the game that much. Yeah. So everybody takes their their places. Benny tells Scotty to go to left center. Of course, Scotty, having never really played on a baseball field, stands in left. And Benny has to direct him to left center. And of course, you know, he runs over and goes, hey, am I supposed to sit here? Stand here? As always, Scotty doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, going into this, I didn't think that saying was going to be that applicable. But it is just like every scene. Every scene is about Scotty not knowing. Should make a song or something. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, a clean song (laughs) about baseball, about not knowing about baseball. So Benny takes the bat, and the first uh, thing he does is hit the ball to yeah yeah, and they do a six four three double play and get the ball back to uh, to Hammett at catcher. And Scotty's just blown away by this, by how just fluid and how naturally the guys do it. Of course, it's not like in a real game where, you know, ball comes at you like super fast and hard and you don't know where it's going. You know, it's all practice and whatnot, but it's so fluid. So you see how long these guys have been playing together, how they know each other and how they know how to, to play, you know, the game with each other. Well, and you, and you see this in real good teams, right? You in baseball, like they all kind of know each other's rhythm. They know when the ball is going to come out of a guy's hand and how it's going to be thrown. The guys get used to each other and how to throw the ball to each other and how to field the ball. And even if they play kind of against each other, how they can hit the ball to each other, especially in a practice round, to try and find the weak spots and test themselves out and all that. After they do that, Benny gives Scotty his first chance and he's like, you know, Scotty, throw to second base. So he hits a fly ball out there to left center. And Scotty looks up, sees the ball coming up over his head and falls flat on his butt. And of course, uh, hilarity ensues. Yeah, you know, everyone laughs. Yeah. Scotty gets up, goes for the ball, and of course, um, Kenny is like, you know, like Benny, why'd you do that, man? Mostly because you know it, it embarrassed everybody is what Kenny was saying. So Scotty goes after the ball, and of course, it's near the fence. We don't know it at the t- at this time, but you know, he hears some sort of big dog behind the, the fence, you know, so he goes and grabs yeah. the ball, runs away real quick. <laughs> the, the beginnings <laughs> of our monster movie. And so Scotty pulls back like he's going to throw it, looks at it, thinks twice and starts running towards home plate <laughs> with the ball. Yep. Actually, he's running to the pitcher's mound and he runs right up to Kenny and puts the ball in his glove. And as he's doing it, Ham's his like, glove. I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, just the expression on all of the kids' faces, faces is like, what <laughs> am I even seeing here? Like, what is going on? Is he actually <laughs> doing this? Am I actually seeing this? Yeah. So when he gets up to Kenny, 
He takes the ball and puts it right in Kenny's glove and goes, here, sorry, sorry, runs back to the left <laughs> and center. Like, Kenny's just got this face of incredulity. He's like, just like oh, what? what? <laughs> I, I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> yeah. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's effectively where he stopped with his his stepdad with what is this bill? Mm-hmm. He didn't actually return a ball like throwing it. Right. Right. The last thing he did was why he walked it back. And then Bill was like, OK, now when you catch it, you're going to throw it back. And then he hit him in the eye. <laughs> he got hit in the eye from catching it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but then he didn't throw it back. Right. So oh, this right. was the last bit of throwing practice he's ever had was walking the ball back to his stepdad. So that's exactly right. what he does. And everybody's like, uh, <laughs> after that moment. And after Scotty goes back to left center and everyone's just looking around like, what just happened? Then he's like, all right, I got to take control of this situation. <laughs> yeah. And he runs out there and goes, you know, you can throw the ball back. Right. And he goes, no, no, I can't. Uh, I don't know how he goes, all right. You ever had a, paper route and he explains he goes you know throw, he explains throwing a ball kind of like throwing a a paper and you know he goes when you do that you know just release here you know and it'll go right in he goes okay but I, I still can't catch and he goes what do I do about it you know the ball comes my, my way he goes listen just put your hand your glove hand out there right in the air and I'll take care of the rest yeah then he goes back and that's what he does he hits the ball straight to Scotty Scotty Hand stretched out right in the air, eyes closed as tight yep. as possible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah. just out of reflex, I guess. You know, kudos to him for not curling into a ball. <laughs> and of course, the ball goes right into the glove. <laughs> yeah, which is sort of like it's a testament to how good they're portraying that Benny really is, even at this age. Right. He could hit a fly ball to exactly where he wants it. You know, it was a simultaneous, huge confidence builder for Scotty, because it's sort of the, I really can catch a ball. And then also a way for Benny to sort of prove that he, that Scotty is not useless to the team. Right. So again, we have sort of the combined, I'm going to get a ninth player and I'm going to help this kid out. I'm going to make sure we hold on to this one so that way I don't have to go find a hobo under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because hobos be scary, yo. <laughs> right. <laughs> For those of you like, what is he talking about? I'm just putting in just, you know, ridiculousness here, folks. It's not literal. Yeah. Take a breath. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not, uh, it's not, not really, I mean, we don't think he'll really, I mean. Benny's pretty driven, but if he was going to find a hobo to play with him, he would have done it by now, right? <laughs> that does remind me of, uh, of, I can't remember what game it was, but some of our gaming friends, they needed, it was a, it was a game that played best with four people in, or three people. I can't remember. It was four or three, but they didn't have the, the final person or it could only be played with them. And they contemplated paying a fancy girl (laughs) to join them to play the game. (laughs) Just because they they wanted to play the game. (laughs) Sorry, fancy lady. I don't remember the old timey, the 1920s term for it, the 1840s term. I don't remember this stuff. It's not important to me. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yes, sometimes you are willing to do to go to extreme lengths in order to play the game you want to play. They didn't end up following through with it, as far as I know. <laughs> I'm so glad this entered into this conversation as we review a children's movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, to that note, I've been watching this. Uh, it's transitioned from stars to Hulu now. And before the movie, it actually has a parental advisory before the Sandlot. (laughs) It's a PG movie. (laughs) Okay. Scotty catches the ball. Now comes the moment of truth to throw the ball. (laughs) And before that, Squints is like, yeah, he's okay. And Scotty throws the ball and it makes it to second, right to Squints. And he's like, all right. All right. This is good. Let's, you know, all of a sudden, everybody's cool. (laughs) We can play. And suddenly Scotty's cool. <laughs> yep, that's the felicitous nature of small children. <laughs> and as everyone's about to go back to playing like it's a normal Monday summer afternoon, we see Scotty look at the fence, this shoddy looking fence. A big shadow comes across the fence and noises and the fence is shaking. <laughs> right. Just an indication of the monster to come. Yep. So now it's the end of the day. They're done playing. Benny, Scotty, and Ham are all walking home because they all live on the same block. And even Hammy, it's like, hey, I'll show you some more moves tomorrow. Take it easy there, Scotty. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a, all right, you played one game with us. You did actually prove that you could catch, quote unquote, although none of us realize how stage that scene was and uh now you're a part of us and welcome the more i think about this movie the more i realize this is a study of like human group nature (laughs) (laughs) the initial hostility towards having a new member and then the the test of proving oneself and the vouching for that has to occur and then the eventual acceptance which happens typically pretty rapidly once you get over a certain point so we've reached that point within this group of children (laughs) To prove that he can be part of their group. So Ham goes home, and then and, and then Scotty's going home, and Benny's going home. Scotty goes, oh, wait, Benny, your glove. And Benny's like, keep it, man. <laughs> and of course, you know, he's saying keep it because, well, I mean, he's going to see him tomorrow. They all say they're going to meet tomorrow, you know, like they always do at 8 a.m., which is the uh, impressive part, that they're going to get up at 8 a.m. Yes. On summer vacation and be there on time. And you know that if they're not on time. Benny's going to give him crap for it. <laughs> yeah. He is really going to suss them out. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, this guy's like, thanks. And again, they start to part ways and Benny's like, Oh wait, Hey, you know, tomorrow don't dress up in school clothes. Get a <gasps> jeans and t-shirt, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, you got a fireplace. Throw your hat in there. Here, use use my baseball hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's wearing this hat. That's got this bill on it that's got to be twice as long as a standard bill. And narrow. It's got like, what, like a fish on it or something? A bass on it, yeah, or a trout. Yeah, I guess a fisherman's hat, but definitely not a baseball hat, right? Right. He's sort of instructing, okay, you're you're part of the team now. You need to wear the uniform. Pretty sure he hasn't gone fishing, though, either. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's yet another thing his dad slash stepdad should have taught him. (laughs) And so... uh, Benny gives him the hat, and of course, that's it. He's got a brand new glove and a brand new brand new hat and brand new friends. And so he goes right in the door. Mom, mom, guess what? It's <laughs> all excited. Goes to tell his mom. Yep. I made friends. It was awesome. So he's at home that night, and what does he do? He writes down things that he learned today about baseball. He wrote down a list. 
titled, and I say titled because he even put quotes on the paper, baseball stuff to remember. <laughs> yep. And there's quite a few items. <laughs> well, no, it's actually one so far. It's just the one. And it says the great Bambino question mark period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who is this guy really? Because I didn't actually figure that one out <laughs> from the conversation that ensued after I got it wrong. <laughs> Nobody actually told me who he was. Ooh, I kind of need to find that out. And I kind of figured that would be like, a number one thing because of how important it seemed, but he does not seem to take it quite so importantly. <laughs> well, he's just clueless for a smart kid, you know? <laughs> yeah. No common sense. Brooke smarts, no common sense. <laughs> we go to the next day, early morning. They're already at the field. They're already playing. This time it's uh, Ham Porter, the catcher, batting today. And of course, he's trash talking like he does trying to build himself up and psych others out and does the Babe Ruth point calling a shot. <laughs> he's just such a caricature. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like... I mean, that's why he's called Ham, right? Yep. Uh, does the point and everyone's laughing and it's a high fastball and he swings and whiffs. <laughs> yep. And of course, you know, he misses and everyone's laughing and he's like, hey, hey, this is tennis, not baseball. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this time Nunez is like, I'm going to throw you the heaters. Like, all right, come on. Bam. Hammy hits a f home run right over the f right over the fence where the monster is. Yeah. Not where he pointed. <laughs> not where he pointed. No. Nope. In a different direction. <laughs> yep. The other direction. <laughs> yeah. But he does hit a home run. He manages to pull that off. But of course, he does his home run trot mm -hmm. and everyone's mad. Like, hey, idiot. And how we can't play anymore. What did you do? That was our only ball. And as he's rounding the bases, everyone's just like beating the crap out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting him with their gloves. <laughs> of course, he's loving all of it. You know, ah, give him the high heater. Just how I like it. <laughs> egging him on and so while everyone's you know at home base you know ragging on hammy scotty's still in the outfield going hey what's the big deal yeah why can't we get the ball yeah i i can get the ball <laughs> and so he starts going over to the fence and first to turn around is uh squints and he's like oh no and everyone no. turns and they simultaneously all start running and yelling no and i just i love like squints is just so overly expressive with everything he does uh -huh. <laughs> like, like oh no <laughs> most ridiculous oh no face you could do <laughs> so they all reach him like yanking him off the fence like hey wait wait what's going on <laughs> oh god they're gonna beat me to death <laughs> Yeah, because they're all running at him, and he's like, what, 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 no. And so he's like, you know, and they're like, what are you doing? You trying to get yourself killed? Yeah, what are you doing? Trying to get yourself killed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because repeat is always repeating. Right. <laughs> he's like, well, how do we get the ball back? Well, we don't. It's gone. No more. <laughs> this is the one time where for repeat, you know, Tom, uh, Timmy was like, you know, it's gone. <laughs> and Tommy's like, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Timmy goes, shut up, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny when Actually I gets that. a little <laughs> fed up. Right. He's like, this is not the time. <laughs> it's time to stop. 
Is it time to stop, Mac? Is it? <laughs> uh, like, well, what's back there? And then they all look at each other and they're like, the beast. And he's like, what's the beast? And then they all look at each other like, camp out. Yeah. And so it's they have a camp out. And I love it because it's sort of like a... This is yet another whole scene uh, based around something that Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> this is yet another Scotty doesn't know scene. <laughs> but I love the fact that it's like immediately upon like, what do you, what's the beast? I'm like, camp out. Like, hey, this is an opportunity to camp out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like another rite of passage kind of thing, you know? It's summertime yep. and we got this new kid here and he has to be told about the beast properly which can only happen yeah. at night in our tree fort that overlooks the sandlot <laughs> all of us together yet another sign of the times that parents would let their kids just sleep <laughs> in a tree fort overlooking a dirt lot <laughs> this is a tree fort in nobody's house like this is this is in nobody's backyard right <laughs> right because <laughs> it's two borders are the sandlot and this old guy's house who has this giant dog <laughs> like those are the those are the borders here where did this tree house come from <laughs> who built it why is it there <laughs> like, it's a fairly elaborate one too i mean it's a built yeah. tree house <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just raises further questions <laughs> and it's going to support these nine kids you know <laughs> yeah it's going to fit and support these nine kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> even when they act all crazy and stuff <laughs> Everyone shows up to the treehouse and, you know, Scotty's like, sorry, I'm late, guys. My mom wouldn't let me go without doing the dishes. <laughs> so it's like, damn it, Scott. <laughs> Can you just be cool, man? Can you just be cool? <laughs> can, you just, can you just be cool for five seconds? <laughs> and they're all getting settled in and whatnot. And Sky sits down in front of Ham, who's sitting in front of, like, these three candles and you can see graham crackers and he's got stuff in front of him and him he says scott you want to you want a s'more and he goes s'more what s'more what he's like no do you want a s'more <laughs> well how can i haven't had anything yet so how can i have some s'more of nothing <laughs> the, just that's that's the, this is the one where he, like he says it all, throughout the movie but this is the one and he goes you're killing me smalls <laughs> and he explains to scott how to make a s'more (laughs) you know the look on scott's face when he makes it you know after he's done like he bites into it and goes here you want some (laughs) you want some of this half eaten (laughs) s'more but you know at that age it's like it's it's chocolate and marshmallow and graham cracker so right why wouldn't i (laughs) right it's crack Yeah, exactly. And he toasts the marshmallow like how I like. I like it burnt. It's a nice little char. I'm I'm not about the burnt. I'm not. I can. I I like a good browning on all. On if I can do it, then all five sides or however many sides there are. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Really to say. I mean, there's two sides <laughs> and a cilinder, right? So <laughs> right. <laughs> the it's infinite side, side right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess round all the way around and on both of the ends. <laughs> If I can do it, that's the hard part, though, because it never it never browns evenly. There's always an interplay of distance and heat. And how close do I want to be to the fire? And, eh, too bad it's warm again. We're just we're just into s'more weather. 
two weeks last week, but now it's warm again. <laughs> and then, you know, I was like, there's commotion going on. You know, Squints is like, guys, quiet. The beast just went to bed. Went to bed. And I know some of you are like, did he say wet the bed? No, he went to bed. Went to sleep. <laughs> went to bed. <laughs> you want to wake him up? And this guy goes, what do you mean? And we're like, shh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shh. <laughs> they all turn out the lights and Squints takes the that ginormous flashlight and you know turns it on himself, you know, so you can tell the spooky story of the beast. It's like before any of us could even pick up a baseball. <laughs> and he talks about how the beast came from this place called Myrtle's Place. It's about 20 years ago. But these kept stealing junk from Myrtle's Acres junkyard. So Mr. Myrtle, the guy that used to own the place, got himself a new pup from the dog pound. He fed him whole sides of beef and turned the pup loose in the junkyard. The pup was grateful. <laughs> I love how he, like, he takes the small dog into this like trailer. Right. Or no, it wasn't a tra- was it a trailer? Yeah, it was a trailer. Yeah, it was a trailer. Yeah, yeah. He just lets it in there and then throws the whole side of beef in there. <laughs> and this little pup just it's- takes it, just starts throwing out bones. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like the um it's like a side of beef you would have seen on like the Flintstones. Like where it's a side of Brontosaurus. It's like it's, it's a side of the cow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A whole side of the cow going in there and then bones being chucked out. And then, the, and then suddenly the dog comes out and he's ginormous. <laughs> yeah, he's grown to enormous. Grew big and mean. And then the dog kept, you know, killing all these thieves breaking in there. And he liked it. <laughs> Soon the police got involved because of all the deaths. <laughs> And so they told Mr. Myrtle he had to lock up the dog. And, when, and then this is the other part. I kind of just yep, jump in yep. here because this is it. This is also another great classic quote from this movie. And when Mr. Myrtle asked for how long he had to keep the dog locked up, the sheriff said, forever, forever. Now, forever. while the story's being told. It's like a black and white movie being played of the story of, of this dog, of how, you know, they chained this dog up and and wouldn't let it go. And so when it comes to the part where he says forever, the guy on the screen, the the, uh, the police sheriff, you know, you can see him mouthing the words forever, <laughs> forever. Yeah. And it's, it's in Squint's voice, but he's saying for and he's doing the full exaggeration like Squint does with his his face. <laughs> forever. Now, it's important to note that when they show you Mr. Myrtle, Mr. Myrtle is a white guy. Yes, it's important. <laughs> How is yes. race important? It's just important. <laughs> just important. Don't question. <laughs> and so as Gwen is finishing up the stories, he's like, talks about how, how the beast is dreaming of the time he can chase and kill again. <laughs> and I'm like, see, that's why he can't get the baseball. Nobody ever has. Nobody ever will. Nobody ever will. Supposedly one kid did, but nobody ever saw him again. <laughs> And so everybody gets serious and quiet. <laughs> and Sky's like, nah, that's not true. You're just trying to scare me. In the story, do they show the beast at all? Like b- b- after he's a puppy? They show the paws. Yeah. It's just but they the- don't show the like the, the full dog. So as they finish the story and Sky's like, no, none of that's true. Squint's like, oh yeah? Well, stick your head out that window and look over the fence. <laughs> 
And then, you know, he does. And of course, you see all the bones and everything. And he hears the roar. <laughs> this guy jumps scared when the when the dog makes the noise. And he's like, there's something down there. And like, yes, it's the beast. And it's what we just told you was down there. <laughs> and so, like, Ham is, like, clutching onto a bat. And Squints is clutching onto a, a BB gun. <laughs> so the next day comes, and they go to the corner store and get a brand new baseball. Like you do. Like you do. And as they're walking out of the store, Squint sees this teenage girl, blonde girl, walking down the street. And all of a sudden, the music starts playing that classic 1950s, you know, pretty girl walking down the street music, you know? Yep. Squint stops and is like, takes his glasses off and cleaning them so he can get a better look. <laughs> and, 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 and as he starts staring at her, he's like just staring at her, you know, all googly eyed and he points Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, he's there with Yaya yeah and, and, you know, they're both the same age and Yaya's yeah like, what, what are you talking about? What, what is your deal, man? And then, and, yep. <laughs> And you just tell that, uh, you know, Squint, Squint's like even smiles at her. And she just smiles right back. Like, it's so, so yeah. weird. Yeah. He's just staring at her. She's staring right back with a big old smile. Then, of course, the camera turns into his point of view where he's just staring right at her butt. And she's walking away. <laughs> you get the idea that he's like mesmerized by her. Right. Because, yeah, he has the one that wakes up. I was like, come on, man, we got to go. <laughs> All the other guys are just like walking. He just like stops in his tracks and he's he, she she and him are in slow motion. Everybody else is still moving at normal speed. And like, wait, we've lost Squint. <laughs> we've lost him. He's gone now. <laughs> we got to get him back. <laughs> come back. <laughs> so then they get back to uh, Sandlot. I'm like, what took you guys so long? Oh, Squints was Googling a girl. <laughs> he was like, shut up, man. Shut up, man. So they're ragging on Squints for checking out Wendy Peppercorn. Peppercorn. They always have, they're always named Wendy in some strange name. What was the name of the girl on uh, uh, Wonder Years? It was Wendy something. Oh, it was like three syllables, if I remember correctly. Wendelin Winnie Cooper. Yeah, it was the it was the three part name the, the <laughs> that he was always talking about. <laughs> of course, you know, Squints blows up. I got a lot of things on my mind. <laughs> you know, they all sit down and simmer down. Ham just jumps up like, come on, Benny, it's too high for this. The pop's not doing it, man. I'm baking. I'm toasting like a toasted cheeser. It's 150 degrees out, man. We can't play baseball. And of toasted course, Benny's cheeser. <laughs> and Benny's like, come on, man. Like Benny would play in a hurricane if he if he could. Yeah. He is like, I don't care if it's 170 degrees and I'm on fire. We're playing baseball. And so he goes, All right, we'll take a vote. Anybody who's a can't hack it panty waist who wears their mama's bra, raise your hand. Everybody raises their hand. Everybody raises their hand. There is no hesitation amongst the group. <laughs> Nobody wants to play baseball in the baking heat. <laughs> and so he's like, fine, 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 fine. Democracy rules and I'm out. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? And they all look at each other and they go, pool time. Uh, scam pool honeys that's what he said scam pool. these are like eight year olds <laughs> yeah yeah 
that will move us into possibly the modern day most controversial scene in this yes, movie. Yes, the most cringy scene in, in the movie. Yeah, but you know, it's a good study. <laughs> I love the way the scene starts, so I'm I'm looking forward to next time. But we will return. Possibly there may be a sports ball episode coming soon. There's been some big developments in the sports ball world. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, make sure to check out our website, patthefatman.com. We're on Facebook, Pat the Fat Man. We're even on X, a.k.a. Twitter. The Fat Man 1238. So at the Fat Man 1238. And Instagram. Oh, yeah, because Facebook and Instagram basically are connected now. So we're also there. If you would like to support the podcast and help us pay our editor, we'd greatly appreciate it. We're on Patreon. Only $1 a month and you get access to pretty much everything we put on Patreon. We try and put at least uh, six episodes a year. We are we did, we did are attempting to do an effort to do more and try and put on once a month. But uh, we at least get a good six patron episodes up there. So if you'd like access to those. I got to think we're way over that mark for this year. Yeah, I think we are too. But we're not quite to once a month either. So, ah. uh, yeah, if you'd like to support us, we would really appreciate it. And, you know, it's a dollar a month, right? It's not that much anymore in this economy. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for joining us. I'm Pat. And I'm the fat man. Stay classy. Killing me, Smalls. But yeah, how far? So how much more time do we, do we manage to get through? <laughs> uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes? All right. We did five more minutes than yep. last time. 20 minutes. And yep. <laughs> we're a good 30, 35 minutes into this movie. Still got an hour and five minutes left. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!